0: You guys uh finish up with Arter and you head back in towards town. <laughs> Jesus. Good. Uh, <laughs> Good audio right there. Oh, did that not. Oh, dang <laughs> Definitely <laughs> didn't hit
1: the mute key. <laughs> Tried to hit the mute key. <laughs> definitely hit the wrong hotkey there.
2: <laughs> I'm loving that. Leave uh, that in.
0: Okay. Um, hey, it's Corey, your DM. Welcome to Vibe Proficiency, a DD podcast about death playing the Seinfeld theme on the lyre and, um, character development, I guess. Not a lot of notes up front here this time, aside from the fact that I just really appreciate you coming back for another one of these. We had a lot of fun playing, and I hope you have fun listening. Uh, Oh, also, if you happen to think about it, uh, you can tweet at us on Twitter or use the hashtag VibeProficiency because A, uh, we don't exactly have what you'd call an uh, advertising budget, so we're just kind of relying on awesome folks like yourself to hopefully, you know, dig the show enough to tell someone about it. And B, it just uh, kind of rules hearing from you in any capacity. So uh, thanks for that. All right, uh, we'll jump into some introductions here and then uh, into the, um, the thing. Okay, bye.
3: I'm Becca. I'm playing um, Mira. She is a T-Fling druid. Uh, and her fun fact for this week is at all times she carries an old key on a chain. And she has had it since childhood. She's long forgotten where the key belongs to. But she feels like it might open a secret about her past.
1: Wow. That's the top ten fun facts I've
4: heard all day. it's yeah.
3: a good one. I wrote some down. Hey, I nice. have a list.
4: <laughs> um, Casey, I play Kira. Uh, the Kalashstar monk, uh, and her favorite song to play on her flute is "I Am Never Going to Get Rid of You" by Sir Richard Astley.
1: Can we can we get a little bit of that right now? I don't
4: have a flute, so just no, no, just the lyrics, it.
1: just the lyrics. You're <laughs> all magic, the music. You give me the
4: lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't prepare that much.
2: Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> My name is Tyler. I play Cadmus Lightbringer, half Fork paladin. He really likes the rain, like it's really nice and enjoys it and everything, but he can't stand being wet, because that's the
0: worst. <laughs> Especially in Chainmail. In Chainmail. Deep cuts.
5: Oh boy. So, uh, it's Kelly, and I play Harp. She is a Changeling ranger. And I completely forgot we do this. So let's see. She sometimes likes to change into other people and then use her own voice to spook them. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There. I don't know. All I could come up with in five seconds. No, it's
1: good. Yo, what's up? I am Chandler. (coughs) I play What's up, gamers? (laughs) Yo, what's up? Be sure to like and subscribe (laughs) and follow me on all the socials.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh. My name is Chandler. I play Elwyn Peck, a uh a warlock elf turned into a pseudo dragon uh, who has to do a 100 good deeds. Uh, fun fact about Peck uh is when he first started trying to do the whole good deed thing, uh he thought that just meant go- doing good things for himself. Uh so he was just like, you know, buying like some great mills and like going out on the town. Uh, and then he, he he had a heart-to-heart and realized that that doesn't count as a good deed.
0: I mean, it's self-care. That's, that's really valuable. <laughs>
1: kind of upsetting, though. He really enjoyed going out on the town <laughs> in his lavish
0: outfits for his unseen servant. <laughs> I can only imagine. Corey, tell us about you. Who are you? Uh, I'm Corey. I still play literally everyone else. Uh, fun fact about literally everyone else, they live in a fictional world. What? No. That was a
5: little disappointing. <laughs> You're telling me this is all made I up? I think you can do better.
0: You know, I probably could, uh, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so last time on Vibe Proficiency, you all met with Arter McGowan, the owner of the lumber mill on the outskirts of town, nestled into the Dernal Forest. Uh, he offered to pay you to clear out the area because some of the giant animals there were giving him a whole heap of trouble. Uh, You fought a few absolutely gnarly giant badgers, and after one of them, Nat won an attack roll and its legs snapped off, you all realized these things were undead. Uh, After dispatching them and some undead rats in the small office building, you stood around devising ways to get Peck into the small open window of the locked warehouse. After a few failed attempts, Kira just launched the little guy up there, and finally being on the inside, he could still not unlock the padlock on the outside of the door. (laughs) Funny how that works. Uh, Meanwhile, I proved to everyone that the only things I know about the lumber industry I learned from the 1992 animated masterpiece Fern Gully, while Cadmus and Mira checked out what I think I called a big flume thing at the time. Uh, Cadmus pulled a big old wood cutting axe from a stump nearby, and he found that it was extra effective against wooden enemies and structures, and immediately used that knowledge to repeatedly smack a metal padlock. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we touched on it. Uh, Cadmus intelligence isn't the highest in the party bless him Uh, (laughs) Kira during all this just went and politely asked for the key (laughs) <laughs> the intrigue. Uh, I tried to use some whip pan sound effects to cut between those two scenes, and I still can't decide if that bit played or if it really only works in a visual medium. But long story short, you opened the warehouse, and upon making a huge magical thunderclap inside, some large undead bats swooped from the ceiling and began to attack. It was, uh, <laughs> it was rough. You were on your way back to Arter's house to collect your 20 gold each for clearing out the mill, while Kira and Mira spotted a cloaked figure in the trees running further into the woods away from town. Uh, so what are you doing now? You can head back into town, do some shopping, take a long rest, check in with Ansel or whoever you like, uh, follow the figure, take turns hitting each other until one of you's dead. What's the plan, guys? <laughs> um, did, you, did
1: you all see that, that hooded figure? Does that not fit the description of the lady who was at checking the notes in the South Fork Plaza at the Northwest Food stall? How long ago did you see her? It was it was as we were coming back over to talk to uh, Arthur here. I could have sworn I saw someone going into the woods. Did anyone else see that?
3: She came from the same woods
5: where all those undead seem to be coming from as well. Harp right now is just literally trying to tend to her wounds.
0: <laughs> if you want to take a short rest, you guys are more than welcome to do that. Spend your hit die and heal up a little bit.
5: Yeah, I was I was hinting there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if we're going to follow this
4: shadowy person, I would vote for that. I think we should definitely try it because that's the first
1: lead we've had. Yeah, and, and Peck is just like, this is a good deed. If I stop her, it's a good deed.
5: <laughs> so where are we short resting at? Do we just... Sit there?
0: Uh, So also short rest can take like half an hour, kind of like chill. You don't have to like sleep or anything necessarily. Okay. Uh, But in game mechanics, that means you can roll as many hit die as you would like and regain that many hit points. As many hit die as you would like. I mean, as many as you have, you have like a pool oh, okay. of them.
5: So apparently I have two, for example.
0: Yeah. So you guys are level two. So you have two of whatever your hit die are. Yeah.
1: Would you like while while they're taking a quick rest, maybe we can uh, look over around the woods and see if we might be able to pick up a trail to follow.
3: I think that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make investigation checks. Uh,
3: that's oh, a boy. solid nine.
0: I got a 12. Uh, Peck, you can see some tracks where it looks like somebody started running and you quickly lose them in the underbrush of the trees. Now,
1: did I lose them or did they slowly start taking off and and then the person maybe
0: (laughs) flew away? Uh, it's possible that you did see somebody running. That's fair.
1: Over here, Mira, there's a track here, but I've, I've, I've lost it. There's, there's too much leaves
0: and stuff yeah just pine needles oh, and pine needles and everywhere just like a lot it's a really dense foresty area and around the mill there is a good bit of sawdust everywhere too so when
3: i look at these closer after peck points them out are they humanoid or are they more animalistic
0: their shoes yeah okay.
3: would they be big shoes or little shoes
0: Now, are these Nikes, Vans? (laughs) Yeah, they're the uh, limited edition Reebok alien stompers. (laughs) Uh, Based on the sizing and the spacing of the shoe prints, you gather that this person is fairly short. Beyond that, you're not sure.
3: And I'll relay that information to Peck and say, this is seeming more and more like it could be that cloaked figure.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It looks like they've definitely started going in this direction. Once the rest of the group finishes uh, licking their wounds, we, we, we can follow this
2: way.
0: Um, tell me how you guys rolled on your hit die. Uh, I updated it, so I'm 18 of 20.
2: I am back to full.
5: It's seventeen. Okay, cool, cool, cool,
2: cool. Yeah, once
1: they, they get done with their, their rest and they're feeling a little bit better, I'd like to like send them a telepathic image of like that Mira and I have found the beginnings of a trail and just let them know like, hey, we're we're over here and we found the beginnings of a trail. I'm
4: gonna make my way over to Peck and Mira and start going.
5: Harp notices Kira just walking away. <laughs> so she's gonna
4: follow. <laughs> oh really? You could actually see me? Oof. Well on a roll. Make sure. <laughs>
5: Burn. <laughs> well you can't see it but i can
4: <laughs> see better than you can clearly
1: got him
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay so peck and Mira, what did you see
1: this right here this is the beginning of the path i, th- I think they went this way
5: and not just say
3: we think this could be the woman from south fork
2: so i guess we just follow the trail
1: is it perchance a yellowish brickish color uh, absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> should we go quietly I think she's got a bit of a head start on us. I think we should go quickly. Lead the way, then. Oh, no, no, no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I mean, you uh, found the tracks. Oh, no, that was that was all Mira. I was merely here. Mira did it all. While
3: Peck is talking, I just want to try to, like, dig through the brush a little bit to see if I can pick back up the trail.
0: Uh, make a nature check, then.
3: All right. Let's see if this, this druid is actually where something. 23. <laughs> 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 druid powers.
0: Uh, After Peck points it out, and with the benefit of the knowledge of where the trail starts, you're easily able to pick it back up. Uh, It winds deeper into the forest. You follow it painstakingly as it curves northward. Uh, All along the way, though, it kind of doubles back on itself and makes strange turns and goes in small circles. You can't tell if this person's just incredibly good at leaving tracks that are hard to follow, or if they just genuinely don't know where they're going. But either way, with a roll like that, you're, you're able to swiftly follow these tracks until you find yourself in like thinner and thinner woods with the sunlight streaming in more easily. And the hum of a large group of people talking and hooves and wheels striking the ground rhythmically alerts you to the fact that you have stumbled upon a large felled area of the forest where the eastern coastal path cuts through the trees. Uh, You know that this path connects several of the larger towns on the coast, and even here, where it cuts through the forest, it's impressively large, maybe like a four-lane highway size. It's not paved or anything, it's just well-worn into place. Uh, The trees have been cut back to give the path a really wide berth to protect the caravans from like would-be bandits and the like. Uh, And it's here on this bustling path filled with caravans, merchants and travelers that you lose the trail among the many footprints and the wheel tracks on the path. Uh, You know for certain that it was headed northbound on the path before you lost it, though.
1: I did call my unseen servant and I rode on my unseen servant how I typically would through that walk. Don't you don't think I left my buddy behind?
3: <laughs> is there any kind of like merchant or stationary stand nearby um, or is it all travelers? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just, it's just kind of like a big road mostly. I was more
3: looking for someone who might've seen. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Um, there are people them. like coming south towards Port Crescent, going north towards Holyhead. I'll step out in front of the first person I see. Okay. You there. Uh, what? Have you seen a shorter
2: person in a in a? Well, I don't. What color robe was it? It was like a darkish black.
0: Are you trying to intimidate this information out of them? Because they I are have a, a little sense spooked. of urgency about me. Okay, okay. he says. Uh, oh, uh, not that I can remember. Great. but. See you later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in like learning his life story. <laughs> but what if he's a traveling yeah. merchant? He, and you don't want to know his name.
3: <laughs> yeah. As he rolls away, we yell, "What's your name? Oh
1: God." <laughs> what's your name uh good sir good sir before you go i have one more question for you you travel this path where where are you headed
0: he says uh cod to the south so you, so
1: you came from the north and and you you don't remember seeing any hooded cloaked figures anyone who seemed like they were um uh, they, they shouldn't have been there they were they were checking over their shoulder constantly
0: uh, he says, well, I weren't exactly looking for anyone out here. If I had to rate my perception on a scale from like one to 20, I'd say I'm about an eight. Y'all <laughs> looking for a friend of yours or something? Um, Yes, yes. Good friend. Good friend.
1: Speaking of good friends, what's your name, sir? He says,
0: yeah, it's Orman. And it's really <laughs> nice to Thank you, Orman. Me- Goodbye now. Yeah. Oh, well, have a pleasant day. <laughs> he just continues on his way. Uh, big bad of uh, campaign two right there. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so it sounds like uh, to me we better head north, correct?
4: Uh, so do we think she she could have been heading back to to Holyhead? That's where the last attack was, wasn't it?
1: The the last before here, from what we've heard. Do we know like do these attacks do they they tend to be like hits up one city gets attacked, then a little while later another city? Do, like do we know if there have been constant attacks at the same city?
0: Uh, mostly people just know that uh, Holyhead was attacked a little over a week ago, week and a half, maybe two. Uh, just as people got into town for trade and stuff like that, they brought the stories with them. And now everyone in Port Crescent is pretty aware of what happened there, too. And how how far away is Holyhead, like roughly? I'd say like mm,
1: eight ish hours by foot. Maybe we should just head back into the city and see if someone has to know something about that food stall. Because listen, you know, it may be a poisoning place, but someone had to approve like the permit for it. Something. We're going to go auditing? Do what we got to do.
5: I just remember every time we tried talking to somebody, just nobody knew what we were talking about. That is true. Peck is right. Someone had to approve her being there. Someone had to know. Then let's head back to town and see who does the permits.
1: Perfect. I mean, the like Were you ready for this, Corey? Were you ready for uh, us
2: to go find someone who approves permits? <laughs> what, what is it that you're attempting to do? We,
0: if-
4: I hope you've been brushing up on your zoning permits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this graduation? Like, I, I guess you could do that. But what is your end goal here?
4: I saw the billboards on the walk here. Dan Newlaw is here.
0: <laughs> no, no, we, we oh just
1: met God.
4: him. It's Orman and Orman.
3: It was on the side of his wagon.
4: <laughs> and since we said it, it's now canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to cut all this shit out. <laughs> this is gold. You can't count gold. <laughs> this, is, this is the best this
2: thing we've a we very
0: <laughs> niche Florida joke. And I, <laughs> I'm into it, I guess. Uh. You know that there aren't, like, lawyers necessarily. Due process isn't, like, huge here. Well,
1: this sounds like what we need to focus on then.
0: <laughs> you're saying you're looking for somebody who would have issued permits. Like, is there a
3: process for getting a market stand, or do You just kind of show up first come, first serve.
0: I think you guys would be aware that because so much of the uh, merchants have fluctuated in the short time you've been in town, that it seems like as long as you can get a spot, you can sell your stuff there. In South Fork, anyhow.
5: Great, we can uh, open up our own stand then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can give free food to the the town guard. And maybe if we look like we're evil, she'll come chat us up and be like, hey, (laughs) you're evil. I'm evil, too.
3: Or we create a stand (laughs) called Definitely Not Poisons for Food.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: good. It's good. Uh, The first night when when we fought all those people... Did we ever find out what what kind of poison it was that was being uh, sold there in the in the,
0: in the food? Uh, it was derived from some kind of plant,
3: and I still have the the vial yeah. with like the remnants in it. Yeah, it's got
0: Maybe like the- we should go find uh, an alchemist
1: or something who can tell us more about that plant.
3: Wasn't there the lady we talked to with the healing potions? She seemed nice.
2: Yeah, she was. She was okay. She didn't want to give me more potions, but I mean, that's fine.
3: <laughs> Granted, a lot of people had gotten hurt the night before.
2: So maybe maybe
1: we go back to her. Okay. And see if she can tell us where this plant came from, and then maybe we can use that to maybe maybe it's like a rare plant you can only find it in one place, and we go there and we lay a trap.
3: Ooh. That's where we set up the definitely not poison stand. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 but but add <laughs> add everything I just said, but assume I said all that in character voice.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I say, yeah. let's go to the the alchemist then.
2: Yes,
0: let's. Uh, Did we ask three. her name? No. No, I don't think you did. Oh, I don't
2: think so. I wasn't
1: there for that, so. That
3: was just me and Cadmist. Oh, I didn't write it down.
1: I didn't write it down either, so I don't Oh, think shoot, I didn't did even it. write down uh, Mask, guys. Oh, no, it did. Tymon. <laughs> Tymon was his yep. name. Do so you uh-huh. want to
2: go see Tymon before we head
1: out? Absolutely. Because now <laughs> I realized that I can cast Detect Magic at will without expending a spell slot yep. because of my Eldritch Invocation. So mm-hmm. I can just go see if any more of those masks yep. are magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To the alchemist.
2: To the alchemist. <laughs>
1: Let's travel by map.
2: Oh
3: by gosh. map or by montage.
1: Uh, by map is my preferred route. Oh. My top five favorite ways to travel are by map, by cutscene, and by montage.
3: See, I, I like a jaunty montage of us walking through town.
1: Montage, if you yeah. will. Ooh, that's good. That's good. And while we're on our montage. <laughs> Kira could sing us that favorite song of theirs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you guys know this in character, though? I can only assume that one would be traveling. She just hums it every now and then.
3: <laughs> so Mira is proficient in the lyre. So maybe I'll pull mine out and start fiddling. <laughs> to oh, you yes. Start a montage. Yes.
0: <laughs> Roll performance with a proficiency bonus.
3: Oh, that's a 15. Uh,
0: Tell me how it goes down. It goes really well. What is is it that you Uh, do? I just,
3: I start strumming a melody and I I turn and I said, anyone else feel like joining in? No?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was the response. You're playing really well, though. There's some spicy playing going on.
3: Uh, Yeah, I just, jaunty, uh, very sitcom style (laughs) melody.
0: She's playing the Seinfeld theme. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's the one. Perfect kira uh roll a charisma save <laughs> okay well there you go <laughs> uh, so since mira rolled a 15 on her performance you only rolled a 13 on your charisma you do hum along a little bit you kind of tap in that toe <laughs> oh kira is
1: this is this one of your favorite? do you know this one uh i've uh I heard it
4: uh, once or twice. You,
1: know, I can never remember the lyrics. Do you happen to know those?
4: Uh, no. I'm afraid I don't. Oh. Uh It's hard to play the flute and sing at the same time. They kind of both use the same oh. uh, orifice. Do you, you can play the flute. Do you want to play along? I'm okay. I can't flute and walk at the same time. I might trip over something. <laughs>
1: Is that how flutes work? <laughs> Oh, all right, John. Boss.
0: <laughs> okay, you uh, you you make your way back to town. You find yourself in Central Plaza. Uh, locating the shop isn't hard for you. There's a large sign with the shop's name hanging over the door. Rats, bats, and vats. Freaking bats. <laughs> you head inside, and the chime above the door alerts the shopkeeper to your presence, and she greets you warmly. And she says, "Oh, hi! Welcome in." Um, hello,
1: hello, shopkeep. I think you met a couple of our of our of our group last time. Uh, but uh, I was not here. My name is Elwin. And I awkwardly make my uh, Unseen Servant extend its hand, like, super, super jankily. <laughs> Imagine, like, the arm, like, pulls up to, like, the chest and then just shoots straight out, yeah. but then it's limp.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, she reaches to shake your hand and finds it very uncomfortable. And she says, how can I help today? And she recognizes a couple of you as having come into the shop before and being really nice. And so she's like, she's happy to see you. Um, I was wondering... If you might be able to help us uh, with the flower thing. Mira?
3: Yes, uh, I have this vial. Uh, we, we found it and we're trying to track down its origin. Would you know anything about this? And I hand it to her.
0: Uh, she takes it from you and brings the vial down to her eye level and she kind of scrutinizes it a little bit. And she says, oh, this color. And she pops the top and wafts the smell towards herself and her eyebrows jump up as she corks it and she hands it back to you. And she says, no mistake in that one, hemlock.
3: Hemlock, I know you might not be able to answer this, but has anyone been in here recently to purchase something similar?
0: Uh, She looks over to all the plants in the front window that are just bathing in the sun, and she says, You know, I haven't carried hemlock in quite a while, actually. It's got its legitimate and good uses, but I just, I don't know. It's not hard to derive something unpleasant from it, and I don't want to be responsible for somebody getting hurt if people had ill intent. You know?
3: Now, would I happen to know if hemlock is common or if it's um, rare?
0: Yeah, I mean you'd know that hemlock is a small flowering plant that's capable of thriving in most environments, and that the sword coast and the moonshays both have a really conducive climate for it. Sure. It's definitely not uncommon. Do
1: you know of anywhere nearby where someone could purchase large amounts of, of this hemlock plant?
0: Uh she says. You know, I guess if you really need it for something, there might be a vendor or two around here that could get it for you. But between us, it's really not that hard to find in the forest.
1: Mm. Like like the forest surrounding here. She says,
0: yeah, yeah, to the east. Yeah, hold on. And she disappears into the back and reemerges with a small, lovingly hand-bound book. And it's clearly older, and it's hard to say what it's made of exactly, but the dye on the cover is a color you've never seen reproduced before. And she starts flipping through some of the pages, searching for something. You notice that it's kind of a little field notes guide. It's a really small book, but she hasn't wasted any of the space on the pages. She's made all these notes and careful little illustrations of countless flora. And she seems to find what she's looking for. And she flips the book around for you all to see. And it's a beautiful illustration of a hemlock plant. It's small and kind of a stocky bush covered in these tiny white flowers. And is that something we saw like a lot of when we were making our way through the woods? Yeah, man. I don't think you were necessarily like looking for it, but it looks familiar. Gotcha. Well, this was a dead end.
3: Do you know what the, the full effects of this hemlock would be if someone had ingested it?
0: She says, uh, you know, I guess that would depend on the size of the person ingesting it and some other factors. It could just knock you out for a little while or it could really be fatal.
3: And do you happen to know if there's anything to reverse the effects?
0: Yeah, um, she says, If it'll help, I could definitely take some time tonight to come up with something. To tell you the truth, I haven't worked on anything like this in quite a while, and I can't guarantee anything, but...
3: Thank you so much. I'm going to turn to the group and say it. So it looks like that cloak woman wasn't trying to kill the guards. She would know that they are quite large. Perhaps maybe we should get an antidote, just in case we run into this on the way. We really don't know what we're dealing with.
0: Mm, yes. I'll
3: turn to the shopkeeper. I said, um, How much would that cost if we asked you to do that?
0: Yeah, she kind of smiles and she says, You know, you lot have been pretty kind to me and you're trying to help. So uh, I'll take care of it. If you can provide the 10 gold, it'll cost me to get some testing supplies ready.
3: Uh, that would be much appreciated. We're trying to help people as much as we can. And I'll hand her the, the 10 gold. Thank you for your time. We'll come back a little later to see how it's going.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Just give me a few hours and I'm sure I can figure something out. And as you all say your goodbyes and you're heading out, she snags a few things from her own stock and heads into the back room. And you can tell she's already starting to work on it.
3: Was there anyone else we wanted
5: to check with while we're
1: here? I'd like to go
0: back to the mask shop. (laughs) Do do we really have to go
1: back there? Well, I I realized he might have some more magical masks there.
5: How far do you think a mask is going to get us, though?
1: I don't know. Think of all the magical wonder. <laughs> think of how much we could learn from them.
5: Why don't we try to find a lead
4: first? <laughs> <laughs> so to <a> Tymon.
2: <laughs>
4: I'm going to walk around the square and just look at this. Sh- well, can't look.
0: Uh, I mean, it's don't, okay. I can, can just you have, like blindsight though. Yeah. Okay. Let's, because I really do want to know. Let's how, um, how is your blindsight working? How does it work for you? So I
4: I think I told you about this. One of the
0: flaws
4: of my character is that uh, she talks to spirits that no one else can see. And that's a part of the Kalistar is that they're a hybrid of a quarry spirit and like a human. So they always have essentially two souls in them. That other soul doesn't do anything. It's just merged with their being. So I wanted to have her talk to the quarry spirit in her. And that spirit is essentially her eyes. So that okay. is what does all the seeing for her. So she herself cannot see. The other spirit can see for her. So she could be like, what's in front of me? Okay. Obviously, I'm, there, I'm not going to do any of the talking to herself because she's just going to be talking okay. to all the time.
0: But she's constantly hearing and talking. Yes,
4: yeah. She okay. does do the talking to the spirit, I would say, under her breath. So no one else is aware that she's talking to herself okay and that's how she can see around her can see what's in front of her what's
0: okay yeah. we should have established that in uh, like the first episode with her but uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry to derail that uh what are we doing then chandler's going to the mask shop absolutely okay who is going to the mask shop uh I'll, I'll i'll go with him so just uh just peck and Cadmist? sure Wonderful.
3: I would say, yeah. I was going to follow Kira. And I just like to talk to people in the market.
0: Okay. Uh, You guys head into the mashup, Masquerade, and Tyman greets you at the door and says, Ah,
1: it's you again. Uh, Yes, hello, hello, hello. I want to cast Detect Magic. (laughs) <laughs> he just casts a
2: spell in front of him uh, <laughs> you walk in say hi cast a spell no no it's, it's fine it's fine
1: my my unseen servant is is just stood there meanwhile i peck am not oh okay yeah yeah i was gonna say since it lasts for 10 minutes i just want to like move around the shop and try and feel out with the most uh magical things yeah
0: uh, I mean, in your mind's eye, you notice a bunch of things sort of lighting up with various magical energies. Uh, one of these items is a full face mask that sort of makes you think of a kitsune mask, you know, holes for eyes, painted white with these red fox-like markings. Uh, it's simple, but it's it's kind of elegant in that simplicity. And just based on the green aura that you're sensing on this mask, you're pretty sure that's infused with some kind of transmutation magic. Uh, you also spot another mask that's kind of Something like a sugar skull, but without maybe the vibrant colors you might associate with those, it's kind of this stark white skull-shaped mask that's just replete with these ornate decorative designs, but all in black. And this masks aura is a rich, deep indigo. And you can tell that it's it's harboring some illusory magic of some kind Cadmus mm.
1: yeah, so so these these two masks right here seem to be very, very magical. The Fox one is very transmutation that there's so many wonderful things that could be there but the skull one is uh is a bit of a, as of illusionary
0: magic um uh, uh, uh diamond how much for how much for these masks uh to- together uh i'll give you a deal we'll say a hundred gold total how much for just the fox one <laughs> he says uh at just 60 gold on that one and he comes over and he's like kind of admiring it with you uh cadmus what do you think cadmus
2: has been standing there the whole time with his arms crossed just kind of like glaring at peck the entire time like not saying anything. <laughs> uh, cadmus oh, oh, would you like one of these masks how much is the uh the other one uh, well that one is also 16 but, but the deal together you said was 90 gold correct 100 gold correct yeah my
1: mistake i I must have misheard you that that is my bad cadmus what what, do you want to go and have these you don't have to if you don't want to
2: oh i don't want to oh
1: okay well (laughs) uh i'll I'll buy the fox one okay
2: you're using uh our rogue friends money to buy that oh Uh, no my my money Hmm, interesting i didn't know you were that uh that well off
1: yes i come from a very well-off place.
0: thank you very much insight check uh, yeah I mean roll, roll me a vibe check nope no yeah I, you get the vibe with an 8 that you don't I'm know if he's telling the truth or not I'm
2: still like glaring out of the entire side
4: hey
0: uh, guys it's me
2: <laughs> fan <laughs> whoa there's my money Damien uh, oh my god <laughs> Oh, um. Ah, uh, <laughs> he's been here the uh, whole time. Is that good at sneak attack?
0: <laughs> just he's just been rolling stealth rolls <laughs> the entire time. Uh, he uh, he kind of wraps the mask up really nice for you in a in like a little cloth. He says, "Okay, sixty gold," and uh, sets it on the counter for you. I hand him sixty-one gold. Okay. butter them up for next time <laughs> you sure am and uh, as he's counting through it he says oh um, you've made a mistake here and he slides you one back
1: I slide it back to him and I can't <laughs> wink but I verbally
0: say wink <laughs> okay uh, he says uh, uh, okay uh, and then he slides it back into the pile and scoops it into a little pouch uh, uh, thanks for coming in uh, hopefully I'll see you again soon oh,
1: oh, oh yes you shall you sh- you shall sir. <laughs>
0: Um okay, so this uh, this mask it requires attunement and once you're attuned, it basically gives you the uncanny Dodge ability Ooh. while you're wearing it. Oh, that's cool.
1: that is very. cool. It's a
0: really good mask.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll place the mask on the unseen servant for now.
0: okay. Uh, nothing happens because your unseen servant can't attune to it or anything like that, but it does for sure wear a mask. How? how mm, yeah. Okay. I'll,
1: I'll
2: figure this out. <laughs> so before we leave the shop, I turn to Peck and say, why don't you buy me that other mask? <laughs> well, I asked you if you wanted to go and have these on it. And now I don't have the money for that mask. How much gold do you have? 30 gold. Excellent. Let's get it. <laughs> um, why? I don't know. Seems like it'd be a um, good investment on your part. I, I think
1: not. And I leave the shot.
2: <laughs> I follow him out. Okay. I, I
3: think I'm going to head to South Fork. If you want to come or you can stay.
0: I'll come with you. Oh, uh, Sure. Okay. Uh, what do you do in South Fork?
3: I'd like to go near where the stand was mm-hmm. and i'd like to try to see if there's any more birds there
0: uh, sure yeah i mean there are a few food stands in kind of the northwest corner of south fork plaza mm-hmm. uh are you gonna talk to animals oh i
3: would love to speak with animals okay <laughs> i'm gonna try to ask the birds if they remember anything from the other night okay I just gained the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for 10 minutes. Their knowledge and awareness is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, they can give you information yeah. about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived in within the past day. Right. Oh, that's more than a day then, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh,
0: but you can still talk to them if you want. Just say hi. Yeah, it's up to you.
3: Yeah, you might be able to persuade them to perform a small favor at the GM's discretion. Right, yeah. Okay. Great. So I would like to talk to a bird. Okay. I'm just going to pick one that's kind of in the general area. Having spoken with my squirrel friend, Simon, I know how to approach animals. <laughs> right. So I even, I'll pull out a, for my rations, like a small piece of bread. Okay. Yeah. As an offering and say hello. Uh,
0: it is briefly startled by the idea that it can understand what you're saying. Uh, but it's just, I am that bread. Great. <laughs> do you mind if I ask you a, f- a few questions? Uh, questions? Uh, y- yes. Uh,
3: do you spend a lot of time here in the plaza?
0: Um, it's kind of like hopping like back and forth and it, and it never takes its eyes off of the bread in your hand. It just is uh, uh, for me. Uh,
3: for me? Y- yes. And I'll break off a small piece and, and give them a small piece of bread, throw it to the ground. It seems like it'd be a good place for you.
0: Yeah, Easy food. Easy, easy food. food. Yeah, I, yeah, You get the sense that this is kind of its whole thing, is that it waits around and sees if anyone's going to drop any food. It's a plump little bird.
3: Oh, great. Do you notice a lot of different people coming through here?
0: Lot, lots of people. Lots of people.
3: You wouldn't have happened to recall a cloaked figure.
0: It says, hold on, and kind of flies up a little bit, does a quick lap, and flies back down to you and points his little beak over towards the same general area where you saw the guards had been playing card games there's yeah. a guy over there who's doing like a whole ah step right up step right up folks double or nothing and uh, he's got a cloak on and he says over there
3: that's very helpful and i'll throw the bird another piece of bread perhaps i can convince you though to do us a small favor and i'll pull out the rest of the ration uh for this
0: <laughs> roll persuasion with advantage because you got hella bread <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right
0: he wants to get that
2: bread get
0: that bread, bread. Check.
3: 18.
0: <laughs> yeah, 18. He's like, eyeing that, bread, And he's like, yeah, but yeah, favorite, favor, Yeah.
3: Great. If you can do me a favor and just fly over that coastal road uh, and see if you could see a hooded figure and then come back. This is all yours. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay.
0: And you just see this little bird take off to the north. Great.
5: I'm going to wait for the bird.
0: Cool. At this point, the rest of you guys, uh, what are you doing?
5: I think uh, Harp is just watching this weird <laughs> interaction <laughs> at the moment waiting to know what this bird was saying oh yeah
3: to be clear you understand none of what just happened
5: (laughs) nope all i saw was a tiefling talking to a bird
3: (laughs) so while while we're waiting to i'll turn to the other two and and tell them that that bird told me about a cloaked figure do you remember the card game the guards were playing yes i think we found
5: him and i point in the direction where that figure is Maybe he knows more about what happened that night. Maybe we should come up with an idea on how to approach this figure instead of blindly going. Well, I think I think we can get answers. I'm, I'm pretty sure we can come across as quite charming
3: if need be. And that's my in-person way of saying I can cast charm person. <laughs>
5: <laughs> do you want to wait for the others or do you just want to go?
3: Perhaps we should wait for the others. I, I sent the bird out on a scouting mission anyway.
1: Uh, So we come out and and they're gone, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just,
2: Um, well. uh, Cadmus, do you know where they said they were going? I feel like they were saying something about the South Plaza. Or we could look for something else to buy here. I start walking towards the South Plaza. Uh, yes, yes. You you would like to buy plot. Yes, let's do that then. Okay.
0: Uh, you guys meet up with everyone at South Fork Plaza.
3: Has the bird returned yet?
0: Uh, no. I think it's going to be a little while because he's going, like, A, out of town. And then, B, you basically just asked him to check the whole road. He's going to go as far as he can before he gets tired enough to turn around. Okay. Uh, but... He, he we'll be up, up for
1: a
2: day and a half
1: just
2: waiting for the bird. <laughs> it's the hardest he's ever worked for food all day.
3: I relate to them that uh, I made a bird friend who is doing some investigation on the road. And then also the bird pointed out who that cloaked figure was uh, that the guards were playing games with the other night. So we may be able to get some answers out of him.
2: Want me to go uh, intimidate him?
5: it might it might work well I mean they were giving it to paladins so maybe you should go
2: right so maybe I go talk to this guy while we wait for the bird a hey, uh, dragon guy come with me I, I jump off the unseen
1: servant and I jump on Cadmus shoulder
2: well I don't like that <laughs> it, it, it's undercover they,
1: they, they won't think of me being a sentient creature it's it'll blend in
2: don't worry I don't think of you as a sentient creature anyways and I walk towards <laughs> the guy
0: <Okay. laughs> that's kind of rude uh, as you're walking up to him while he's like halfway through hustling some rubes, you see him get startled at the sight of your paladin armor and begin kind of shooing onlookers away as he begins to clean up his table quickly. Uh, but as you get closer, he starts to realize that your armor isn't quite the same as that as the town guard. And he slows down his packing up and sort of eyes you suspiciously. And he says, uh, what, uh, what do you want, big guy?
2: Hey, a uh, couple nights ago... There was a big disturbance in the city. You
0: you know about any of that? Yeah, yeah. I uh, live
2: here, bud. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I pulled my sword out. Oh my god! Yikes! Escalated very quickly. <laughs> I'm just like holding it, kind of looking at it, and stuff. <laughs> so these guards, oh, we found a lot of them. A lot of these these holy paladins. They were found unconscious. They had been eaten out of a stall that apparently was slowly poisoning them and knocked them out. You know anything about that? Don't lie to me, I can tell. <laughs> uh, roll intimidation. I think I have advantage on intimidation rolls because I'm a half I, I mean, I think you should regardless right now. Peck
1: sends Cadmus an image of Cadmus playing cards, and Peck really wants you to try and play some cards
2: against this guy after <laughs> you're done <dumping laughs> here. Oh no, I'm just proficient in intimidation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But but still roll with advantage because you, I mean, you got your sword out. He's freaked. Uh,
2: okay, and then I'll roll one more time. Yeah, you probably should.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Big ooh. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> With a, That's a, it, 10. a seven and a 10. Yeah, it was a 10. <laughs> you can see that he's still uneasy, but he's got this bravado on despite your imposition. And he says, well, I look like, buddy, you see any food around here? And he just gestures at the table and it's it's just empty. It's just a small rug draped across a little table and a single deck of cards. All right. Do you know of uh, anyone who would know anything about that? Look, buddy, people come and go here every day. People in my uh, specific line of work, we ain't exactly keeping a leisure, you know? Doesn't exactly behoove me. How about this? We play one of your games. You win. You get this dragon. (laughs) I
2: win. You tell me everything you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, all right. Now we're talking. Uh, Is that a uh, a real, genuine pseudo-dragon you got there? Sure is. I stretch out my wings and kind of like... Like, kind of just show myself off. <laughs> yeah, he smiles this smile that makes you think that he's pretty sure there's no way he can lose. And he says, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do it. And he starts shuffling the cards. Is
1: this like the, what, like, what what is the game? Same question as Tyler.
2: We're playing a card game?
1: Yeah, it's Find the Lady. Perfect. I want to jump down onto the table and kind of, like, lay down uh-huh. so I can have a good sight. I'm going to try and cheat. Yeah, yeah I was
2: going to I was gonna let you cheat. I figured. Also. <laughs> right, here, I'll set, I'll set the, I'll set
0: my... Let the little, little guy sit right here in the winning section. Okay. Winnings. Perfect. Uh, he flips three cards over, all three of them facing up. One is the queen of hearts and the other two are just random cards. And he says, all you have to do is follow the lady. And he points at the queen and he flips all three cards face down and begins just shuffling them up slowly at first and then picking up the speed. It's really impressive how dexterous this guy is picking him up. Like off the top of the face and then tossing them over one another, mixing them up. Uh I think how we're gonna resolve this is you roll perception and he rolls sleight of hand. Okay. Yeah, my perception's plus zero. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You both roll perception because Peck is also watching. Got an eleven. <laughs> I also got an eleven. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me roll two. Come on, Nat 20. <laughs> Oh, you are not going to believe this. I just rolled an 11. We have tied. <laughs> um he uh he finishes tossing the cards around and and he confidently leans back and crosses his arms and he says, "Now, where's the lady?" And I think based on the fact that there's two of you, you guys have the tie break advantage. So let's say that like peck saw where it went.
1: Uh I just I just send him like the the mental image of like that one.
0: That one. <laughs> he uh, he smirks and he reaches over to flip the card and you see the smugness rush away from his face immediately and you found the queen of hearts. And he says, uh, yeah, all right, great. Great great. first round. Best two out of three though, right? And he just <laughs> lays the queen and other two cards face up on the table, ready to start again. Dang. But to be honest, I was going to, if I lose, I was going to do the same <laughs> are, you, uh, are you just going to let him?
2: Yeah, why not? That was a six. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Chandler, do better than me. I'd like to. <laughs> uh, he got a 19. That's an 18. Oh.
0: But altogether, <laughs> it's 24. Uh, uh, so far, you have each one one round. Mm-hmm. And he says, all right, point for me. And he starts shuffling one more time.
2: Tyler, My perception wolves. is
0: not good. My perception
2: is not good. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm like, I'm like going through all my spells. I'm like, I have nothing that I could use to cheat any more than I
0: currently am. Yeah, I'm out of spells also. Uh, uh, you're, you're, he got a three. Oh, so, okay. As long as you don't roll a one or something.
1: I, I, I got a five. <laughs> rolled I rolled on. a three, but I have plus two for my perception.
0: Uh, he says, ah, ah, bummer, bummer. All right, halfway there. Three out of five. Okay. Nope. 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 <laughs> I put my hand on the table and then I kind of grab him by his shirt and I was like, you're going to tell me because I want." He, he says, uh, he says, all right, all right, cut. Uh, and he drops the cards and he puts his hands up. You, you want to know about the food stand, right? With all mm-hmm. the guards?
2: Guards eat free. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Guards eat free. I, who does that? Giving away your goods for free. Not me, pal. No way. It was over there in the corner though. And he points to the uh, spot where you saw the stand last and you look over there and you can clearly see that today it's a different vendor in that spot. They're not even selling food, they're hawking furs. Poison furs. (laughs) Uh, He says, you know, that was actually my usual spot, but you know, she beat me to it. Even tried to pay her to let me have it back, but she implied that she had some, let's just say influential friends who'd be happy to help me relocate. And (laughs) no way I'm stupid enough to test her on it, you know? Hey, while he's distracted
1: with Tyler, can I try and steal his money that oh he has?
2: God. Chandler, you can't, can't do that. Roll,
1: sleight of hand. I'm also trying to make sure Tyler doesn't see me.
2: Yeah, you're going to have to beat my passive perception, which is only a 10. Why? Give me a nat 20. You a good deed. coming up. <laughs> 16. Total.
0: I hate you. <laughs> yep. Yep. From your uh, spot on the table, you're easily able to reach into this guy's pocket and pull out three gold pieces. Ooh. I'll take it. I'll take now it. Now you can go buy me that mask. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know
2: about this. <laughs> does this guy look like he literally has nothing else to give me at this
0: point i don't know roll a vibe check He doesn't have three gold to give you <laughs> nah, i'm rolling literal garbage <laughs> that's it that's all he's got yeah. great
2: and i kind of knock his cards off the table <laughs> well if you hear anything you find
0: me my guy i don't even know your name how would i do i grab that? the dragon and i walk away <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he starts quickly cleaning up all of his stuff and he scampers off well that was worthless Uh, It's about this time that the bird kind of comes back to you. You can see that it's circling overhead and it lands in front of you and it finds you. And it says, uh, bread, bread. You still got the bread, bread.
3: I I do. I I give the bread and in my mess kit, it also has nuts and fruit. So I give a little bit of that.
1: Oh, my God. I know. Now, was that the bird who said that or
0: you? (laughs) Me, me. Uh, He's happy as a little clam, though. And he's hopping around and stuffing his little face. And then he remembers and goes, oh, a hood. Dark hood. Small. Hood?
3: Uh, what direction?
0: Uh, he just kind of pokes his beak repeatedly towards the north.
3: Towards Holyhead? I,
0: I don't think the bird understands the concept of the town having a name, but he does seem to indicate that it was like a, a big place filled with people. Well,
3: thank you so much. Oh, uh, Before you fly away, uh, what was your name? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, he says, uh, my name is... And then he just chirps and he tweets a little. <laughs> oh no, wow. it's a
3: minutes. The Ten
1: minutes was off. Uh,
3: I just heard the rest of them... Um, Ration's down. Our suspicions were correct.
5: Uh, She is headed north towards Holyhead. I think it'd be a good idea to head that way then.
2: I agree. That uh, swindler over there knows absolutely nothing, so that might be a, a good way to start.
3: How's everyone doing? Does anyone need a rest before we head off?
0: I could probably use one, but that's just me. Do you guys want to stay at the manor again or? nah? Their bacon
1: was 11 out of 20, so (laughs) not that great bacon.
3: Do you want to stop at the tabernacle before you
0: get some bacon? What time is it right now? Let's say it is about 5 p.m. If you started heading over there now, it would be like early, early morning before you got there.
5: I mean, I recovered my HP, so I'm cool to go now.
2: <laughs> I just don't have any of my magical abilities oh, left. Oh,
5: true, true, true.
2: Yeah, just kidding. All of his.
5: I mean, we can rest. Well, before we go anywhere,
3: I would like to go back to the alchemist and, and check in with her.
4: Oh, yeah. She making something for
1: us, not she? Yeah, so let's sleep. We'll go by in the morning.
0: All right. Let's do that then. Yeah, okay. So you guys head back to the manor, and you make yourselves comfortable Uh, And shortly after that, Ansel comes in and he says, Ah, my friends, welcome back. Uh, Any news?
3: We think we found the direction of the hooded woman.
0: uh, Sorry, I'm not familiar. The
3: one who was serving the poisonous food to your guards. She's headed back up to Holyhead.
0: Holyhead. Interesting. Well, if you're making the journey up the path, maybe you should all take a rest here for the night and leave in the morning. You're always welcome here, my friends. Good talk, guys. This is great. Sounds great audio. Great. <laughs> and then we go to it's bed. it's nap time. Uh, I would like
1: to uh, uh, attune to my fox mask.
0: For sure, yeah. Uh, you spend a good deal of time meditating with this mask quietly, just feeling and learning to understand the resonance of the magic inside. And it's entirely too big for a pseudo-dragon face. But after some time attuning to it, when you pick it up to put it on anyway you find that it fits perfectly. In the mirror, you see that it's the exact size it needs to be for you. But when you take it off, it's the same size it was when you first laid eyes on it in the shop. It's like, you can't perceive the size changes as it's happening, but clearly it must be happening.
1: Uh, I do want to add that the mirror I'm looking into is a hand mirror that my unseen servant is holding <laughs> for me. And like, I'm like using it to like look around. Yeah. And I just want to say, I look super foxy.
2: Boo. Boo. <laughs> I wish I would have lost that card game. <laughs>
0: uh. God.
1: Uh. All right, I go to sleep. Okay.
0: Uh, y'all go to sleep, and you wake feeling refreshed in the morning. Just as before, Anseal is in the uh, kitchen as you're all waking up for breakfast that has been prepared for everybody. Uh, Chandler, go ahead and roll for bacon.
1: Let's see if he's got better bacon or she. I don't know. We didn't ask. Them. Ooh, their bacon's oh. only five.
0: Oh, my and we got God. got five out of 20 bacon. This bacon is burned Ugh. and gross. <laughs> I don't even finish
1: it. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is not great. However, Ansel's loving it. Uh. There's something about that charred flavor. I think that must be like his jam mm, because no, absolutely he not seems like so. he thinks this is better than it was the other day. I just give him some real good side looks. <laughs> with my
1: fox mask on. Yeah, of course. Are you looking out of like one eye hole?
0: No, it fits. You
1: yeah, missed
2: all the flavor. Welcome to flavor town. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'd like to go to that alchemist now.
0: Okay. Uh, you head into the shop and the halfling owner says, Oh, hey, there you are. I, I thought maybe I'd see you last night, but I'm kind of glad you took your time. I, I had a few failed attempts, but uh, I think this one ought to do. And she hands you a larger health potion-sized vial of, like, a vaguely greenish liquid.
3: Thank you so much for this. It's it's going to go a long way.
0: Yeah, hey, thank you for letting me help. I, I just feel awful. Like, I, I know I should be doing more, but uh, beyond that, it's just kind of nice to have a project, you know? Give me a great chance to document some of the process. And she passed that little field notes journal that's just sitting open on the counter. And you can tell by the volume of the writing and just the numerous sections she's crossed out, presumably failed attempts. She's been working on this thing like all night long. All
1: night long.
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Shall we head back out there then?
1: Unless one of you wants to stop to buy a mask. I think we're good to go. I think you've got enough masks. I think we should head
3: as soon as possible.
1: Listen, the more masks the merrier, if you ask me. It definitely doesn't have to do with some underseated hatred of how I look.
5: <laughs> Are you planning to open up your own shop? Is that what's happening here?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a holy head, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you head along the path, and the, I'm going to roll to see if, like, anything fun happens. Uh, does
3: anyone want to play a jaunty tune?
0: <laughs> mm, anyone know any good
2: tunes? I heard this one tune in the tavern this morning. I, ca- I oh, can't what? think... It was was like, like, I can't give you something. Mm. Oh man, if only
1: we knew someone who might be able to finish this lyric. (laughs) I hate this.
0: (laughs) After a long walk on the path, trying to remember the name of that jaunty little tune you heard in the tavern and taking in the scenic views of Aloran's coastline, you arrive in Holyhead. The small town is clearly more of a stop on a larger route for traders, and a far cry from the loud and bustling port to the south you just traveled from, but it seems to have built a modest economy around artisan goods. Just, you know, craftspeople making and exporting fine goods via the path. Uh, Getting a quick lay of the land, you notice a large tavern, a good handful of shops, a very residential area, and standing tall above the rest of the town is a really grand looking temple of sorts. Large pointed roof, ornate carvings all along the face and supports. It's, it's certainly small in terms of area, but it's really tall. And when you get closer to the center of the town, you notice a great deal of damage to a lot of the structures. Kind of looks like people are still working on repairing this area, presumably from the undead attack you've been hearing about.
3: Are there any uh, like guards appearing?
0: Uh, for sure. There are guards all around the town, and they remind you a bit of the guards in Port Crescent.
3: Do they look similar to like the paladin type?
0: Yeah, they are paladins, these guys.
3: Great. It's almost like we have someone who might be able to talk to them and blend in.
2: <laughs> uh what kind of pal- are they the same type of paladin as in Portland? Uh, different
0: crests on their shields, but yeah, this is like the local constabulary. I don't know. Do I know that one? Uh rural religion. <laughs> That's a nine. That's, Uh You are unfamiliar with that symbol. Interesting. You know religion is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard Maybe. of religion. You know that sometimes people worship <laughs> gods. So... My
2: religion is very well. Right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, w- let's go talk to them as a group, so I don't forget what to say. I uh, definitely
3: uh, have put my hood up, and it is tight to my face.
0: You're, are you talking to the ones like outside the temple, or? Yeah, that, sure. that
3: building seems like it might be important. Sure. Yeah.
0: As you walk up to them in the temple, one of the guards walks up to meet you and and puts his hands up and says, "Oh, hey, uh, wait, wait a minute. Nobody in right now. Strict orders. We're keeping it on lockdown. You understand?"
5: And why is that?
0: What uh What happened in the temple? Other than what happened out here? Are, are you are you really not from around here? Uh, okay. So, uh, man, where to begin? Uh, this temple, right? Temple of Callum for. It's, uh, it's really old, older than the town. Nice little place. Not a lot of room inside, just an altar. When the first folks settled around here and started building it up, they, well, they kind of wanted to pay tribute to the temple, right? Hence the name. But uh, nobody really used the temple here. It's always been this sort of quaint little landmark, you know? Turns out Tiny little temple was just the doorway to the real temple and crypt that runs under the town. It's like whoever originally used that temple sealed off the entrance and disguised it as a floor. It'd be really cool if it weren't so, you know, creepy. After the undead attack happened and the dust settled a bit, someone realized that the temple floor was busted open. There was a stairway under there. Anyway, guys, I know I'm talking to you off. My partner detail has been uh, lacking in the socialization department, let's say. But uh, yeah, we're we're here making sure nobody enters the area. We don't know how safe it is, you know, structurally and all. So we're just kind of waiting on backup to help the investigation.
2: Well, you're lucky, son. Backup just arrived. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh, roll deception, I guess. Unless anybody else wants to like help sell that lie.
3: Oh, I would certainly like to help, and I will cast. Um charm person
0: oh my oh. god <laughs> oh,
2: that's a 13 i'm not rolling good i need to stop so i'm
3: gonna attempt charm a humanoid you can see within range it must make a wisdom saving throw it is 12 in this case if it fails a saving throw it's charmed by you until the end of the spell or until your companions do anything harmful the charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance and when the spell ends the creature knows it was charmed oh <laughs> <laughs> good we'll be far gone by then it lasts one hour.
2: Yeah,
1: we'll be dead by what's ever down there before he realizes.
3: <laughs> and I'll attempt to do that in character by being like, uh, yes, we, we came up from Port Crescent. Uh, we helped them with this same issue. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, with him failing that saving throw with a four and Cadmus <laughs> Bluff, you see his eyes widen with glad surprise and he says, oh, well, hey, uh, I'm sorry there, pal. I, I just, you're, you're not exactly what I imagined you'd look like, you know, different crests and all. Is this your... um?" What do you got? Some uh, con- consultants here? Or? The best in the land that I have found. Very good at destroying the undead. Uh, well, wh- wh- far be it from me to uh, question the higher ups, but uh, and then he just kind of leans in close. He whispers, "But like, like all of them though. <laughs> like, I, like I mean, that guy there—he's like paper thing. <laughs> I'm not even really sure how he's supporting that little dragon he's got on his shoulder there." Um- I'm quite strong? Uh he he clearly didn't realize you could hear him. <laughs> and he says, uh, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you, buddy. No no problems. Listen. Uh I got to warn you all though. We don't really know what's in there. A couple of paladins went down the stairs a bit and came back up saying they looked a bit crumbly and iffy down there, but uh I don't know. You're obviously free to head in, but really um you know, just stay on your toes. Before we go in, your uh your crest. What is it? The symbol is like an upright gauntlet with an eyeball on the palm. And uh, he says, uh, the symbol of Helm? And now that he says that, of course, of course, like it hits you. Uh, Helm is one of the more prominent guardian protector deities. You're not sure why it slipped your mind a moment ago. I'm still thinking about how much Peck upsets me. (laughs) Must be it. (laughs) It's clouded your
2: judgment. It's clouded a lot of things. (laughs)
1: Peck's great. (laughs) Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's amazing. Listen, character development, okay? <laughs> I haven't seen any. <laughs> you Did you not just get that raw piece from him earlier about how he feels about the way he looks?
0: That's character development right there, baby. <laughs> oh my God! All right, that's all I wanted to know. Okay, uh, he walks you towards the tall entrance to this small temple after explaining to the second guard what's happening. And honestly, they don't seem to care one way or another about it. Uh, As you head inside the grand entrance, it does strike you as odd how small the interior of the temple is in comparison. It's just the one room, the single raised altar on the opposite wall, and above the altar is an aged but beautiful hanging tapestry, and it's depicting an upright skeletal arm holding perfectly balanced scales. And since the guard outside told you this was the Temple of Kalimvor, you presume that this is their symbol.
1: And do we know anything about this, what this deity
0: is, the god of? Yeah, make me a religion check. So uh, That's a five right there. You are not quite sure. They're a god. Hasn't been part of your studies. (laughs) Okay, wow, these rolls. Cadmus, as the only one who rolled above a (laughs) ten, you remember in your limited studies that Calimbor has domain over death and the grave, and you'd understand him to be like a guard of the dead and maybe a bastion against undeath. I tell everyone that. He's like a Hades.
3: Yeah. Can I take a look to see if there's any like muddy kind of footprints as if someone just ran in from a forest?
0: Uh, You lean down uh, kind of around where the opening is in the stairwell and you see several footprints. There are two rather large sets of footprints that seem to enter and exit slightly dirtier. And you see a significantly smaller set of footprints that seems to have been dusted over like a tiny bit more. You think they're a little bit older, but you think the smaller footprints also go in and then come out.
3: Similar to the ones we found in the forest?
0: Just about the same size.
5: Great. Uh, It looks like uh, she's been here before. Can we tell what the bigger footprints are from? Either they're human or... Um,
0: yeah, I mean, you would probably assume that these are the two paladins that went in to check things out afterwards. Okay. They're like big boots, you know? Oh, they're like boots. Yeah. Okay.
5: So are we thinking we want to go in sneakily? <laughs> uh, yes, I think uh, well,
4: going down if, there might be the only way. there's sets of prints going in and sets of prints going out, that would imply there's no one in there. So we shouldn't have to sneak.
5: We just don't know what else is down there. Yeah, <laughs> Because the paladins came back, but... I don't
4: don't know if you can tell from footprints, but do they look hurried on the way out? Like, does it look like they ran out, or is it like they just walked out?
0: Uh, The spacing between them and, like, the little amount of sliding that's going on on them is consistent with walking. Uh, However, the smaller tracks, they come into the building hurriedly, and they leave even faster.
4: So if the paladins came in and out at the same speed means they didn't find anything down there jarring, so we should be okay to just...
5: They did call for backup, though. I was going to say...
1: And and she may not have been down there when that happened.
5: I just think we should be cautious in general. All right, I say we go under.
4: Yeah,
1: let's go. Well, I'm so ready to murder so many things, <laughs> I charge ahead. Yikes. Okay.
5: Oh, yeah,
3: I should say, as we're going down the stairs, I definitely ready the quarterstaff. Okay.
0: Uh, you come down the stairs and right at the end of this hallway that you're in, you see like a really ornate archway, like a double door arch situation. And then there are two sort of open doors to the left and the right at the end of this path.
5: Can we see if the tracks have gone into each any of those doorways?
0: Uh, sure, you can roll investigation. Uh, here it is. Well, Done.
5: oh my God, how embarrassing.
0: You're <laughs> really good ranger. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's just sad.
3: Fifteen.
0: Okay, uh, Mira had already seen the tracks and was like following them down the stairs. Uh, the big boots go all the way up to that door. They go to the left, they cross back and go to the right and then they leave. It doesn't look like they went through the big door at all. The small prints, they definitely did.
3: Through the archway straight ahead?
0: Yeah, the The only door, the left and the right are just open doorways, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a giant double door in front of you and those footprints went up to it and then just disappeared.
3: I related to the group where the, the footprints were going.
0: I like to imagine y'all are just standing in silence, staring into the darkness, trying to figure out who's going to be brave enough to take one more step. So, shall we follow the footprints
2: then? Are we doing this sneaky or no? I think sneaky would always be best. I agree. Yeah, let's go sneak a All right, here comes my disadvantage check (laughs) it's a five. (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right,
0: well, I got an eight, I got a 10, I got 11. Cool. Y'all go clomping down the uh, echoey hallway,
2: <laughs> but we think we're very quiet. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, you think that you're stealthy as hell. <laughs> you are all acutely aware of each other's loudness, and you think, "Man, I'm glad I'm not that loud."
1: Corey, I want to do something crazy right now. Yeah, can I detect magic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. What's the uh, range on that? Oh again?
1: man, let me let me give that a let me give that a daisy, if you would. Would you? I would. Uh, 30 feet. Okay. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone and a one inch of common metal.
0: Okay. Uh, there is no magic that you can discern in your immediate vicinity. Except for my personality. <laughs> um,
1: I feel no magic on the door itself, but I cannot see anything further past that.
2: Well, do we want to try going through this door, or do we want to go down one of these paths?
1: Uh, is... can can i have my unseen servant check to see if the door can open
0: yeah go you give me a strength check my unseen servant what would that even be just uh, a d20 it has a strength of two and it can't attack so strength of two is a minus what five yeah that's fine i rolled a three anyways (laughs) so you got like a negative two on that uh your unseen servant cannot push Um, the door i think this door can open Does
2: somebody else want to try to open the door? Someone who's not a noodle? <laughs> I mean, that's up to you. But once you go through that loading screen, you can't
0: come back. <laughs> that's right, it's yeah. True. It does a quick save right after you open the door. And then let flip file. a coin. You want me to roll a, a D2?
3: <laughs> <laughs> One for left, two for right? <laughs>
0: uh, It's a one. To the left. To the left. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, You walk down the hallway and go through the open doorway on the left at the end. You find yourselves in some kind of study or maybe an office. A thick layer of dust coats the once beautiful rug on the cold stone floor and the unmistakable smell of aged books and parchment fills the air. You see several floor-to-ceiling bookshelves lining the walls of this oblong hexagonal room and a small desk accompanied by a few chairs near the far wall. On the wall to your right-hand side, if you're standing in the doorway here, there's another door, and this one even has a lock on it. However, it seems to be cracked ajar just slightly.
1: Uh, I don't want to be the first to go into the room, but once we get into the room, I would like to start checking the uh, bookshelves for anything, uh, anything interesting.
2: Why don't you send your unseen servant in there?
1: Nah. <laughs> Kinda need him to carry
0: my stuff.
3: While Peck is looking at the bookshelf, can I look in the desk?
0: Yeah, roll investigation.
3: Well, there's nothing here, guys. <laughs> roll the five.
0: Uh you don't see anything in the desk that seems to open. It's just a desk. Can I check out this bookshelf? Yeah. The far one. Roll investigation
2: on that one. Minus one. <laughs> Ooh, what? Great.
0: Great. You rolled a two minus one. Okay. Hmm. Yes, yes,
2: yes. Plenty of books. Plenty of books. <laughs> yep. Interesting, interesting.
0: But you can't read. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right.
2: uh, Do I need to investigate?
0: Uh sure, yeah. I don't know. Why don't you detect
1: magic again? Ah, uh, we'll get there later. Uh that's a 21.
2: 21.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh you find a whole mess of books on these shelves. Uh, On each of them stamped into the spine and inlaid with now-faded gold leaf are their titles, if you can call them that. They seem to be various books on the teachings of Kelimvor, tomes for caring for the dead, and overwhelmingly these books seem to be records. Oh, they got vinyls yeah that's it yeah they're all lpb sides uh the spines (laughs) on these books have date ranges on each of them and you don't see one of these date ranges that isn't from like hundreds and hundreds of years ago
4: solid solid. can i investigate this uh bathroom (laughs) the
0: bathroom yeah (laughs) you push the uh, cracked door fully open and you see a really sparse living space it's incredibly plain and really small A bed against the wall, small nightstand with a book on top of it, one small chair. Uh, Go ahead and roll investigation if you want to check out this room. Uh,
4: Fourteen.
0: Yeah. So the book is clearly some kind of collection of teachings of Kelimvor, but when you pick it up, you find three coins underneath. They're not like any currency you've ever seen before, though, and you can't even quite tell what they're made of, but they're really thin octagonal coins with Kellenvor symbol on them.
1: Are you getting rich? Yep. Uh, I'll also go ahead and uh, detect magic in this room and see if anything pops out at me.
0: There is nothing. <laughs> wow. Nothing in that room. Can you, you can just do that at will now? What's the deal? <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> it's,
1: it's my Eldritch Sight from my Eldritch Invocation. So I can Great. cast Detect Magic at will, Poor will without expending a spell slot. <laughs> uh, okay. Warlocks are super broken. <laughs> yep. We find out Corey actually removed all magical items from the game. Let me just get my
0: eraser. Uh, I
1: grabbed the most interesting book that has the most interesting title. I don't even care what it is, but I definitely grabbed that uh, and pocket it just uh, for my book collection.
0: The book says working title, the B movie uh, version one. <laughs> oh, that, I'm kidding. I've already written it down. Oh, <laughs> that's in my inventory now. Don't forget. No, uh, you grab the most interesting book. I don't know the oldest of the non-ledger books, let's say. And it's, Let's say it's teachings of for ways to, like, repel undead, uh, life and death, that sort of thing. Ooh, that's
1: probably a it might come in handy anyways.
0: I'll take it. I'll
1: just start, like, perusing it. My unseen servant holding it while Peck kind of just, like, sits, like, looking at the book and commanding him to flip a page whenever he wants to move on.
3: Should we try the other room?
0: Sure, yeah. You guys want to head to the other one?
2: Right. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, since
0: you're all moving your tokens that way, I'm going to assume Yes. Uh, You walk across the entryway into the opposite room to find a larger area with another aged but intricately embroidered rug running from the doorway to a short set of steps on the far side. Uh, The steps themselves lead up to a slightly raised platform with an altar on it. It's just adorned with more tapestries and carvings of the same symbol you saw above and on some of the books in the previous room. And there are these rows of urns on raised square pedestals of varying heights just lining the walls on either side of you.
1: I mean, if we're going by Skyrim rules, there's money in those urns.
0: Yeah, and like bone meal, probably.
3: I just want to investigate the altar, take a closer look at it.
0: Yeah, make a religion check.
3: All right. That is a eight.
0: Yeah, so you're not sure why this particular configuration or anything like that. You figure it's probably where some kind of ceremony was held, though. Uh, Anyone else want to give it a go? I will
2: do that. Excellent. (laughs) 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 Best would you roll Tyler you
0: know you know how every time we play a
2: game one of us just has a really bad night yeah all of us last game tonight (laughs) is my (laughs) night let me try
4: I got a nat 20 on religion
0: nice uh as your quarry spirit whispers to you everything that they're seeing in the room you begin to piece together that this section of the temple could have been used for maybe funerary rites uh, this is likely where they'd hold some kind of service, and you know, maybe say goodbye to the recently departed, wish them well in the afterlife. Okay, so there aren't. Uh,
4: I want to investigate the urns.
0: You got to earn the right. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Roll out uh, roll investigation. <laughs> Yikes! That's a nine. Uh, <laughs> they are certainly old, like like a non precious metal. They might have, like, cremated remains in them. You're not entirely sure, but that's kind of the guess. Right.
5: <laughs> did you shake it hard
1: enough? <laughs> is, is there anything I'm getting from reading this book that I might learn about this room that
0: jumps out to me? Uh, how fast can you read? <laughs> uh, I
1: mean, he did grow up reading a lot. Like, he's very much a scholar. Like, that's his whole thing yeah? is getting knowledge.
0: Uh, how about this? Roll religion with advantage, and we'll see if you can, like, skim through quick enough to see anything.
1: That's a, a twelve and an eight. Yeah,
0: yeah. You skim a lot of high level concepts about like preparing the dead, the natural order of life and death, yada yada. But you don't see anything specifically about what these funerals might look like. Cool, cool, cool. Um, how about we head down the pathway now? See if someone can open that door. It,
1: I think it, it's a bit of a heavy door, but I think I may have gotten it a little loose for someone else <laughs> to try.
0: Uh, I'm gonna quick save real quick. Okay. Before you open the big door. Yeah. Who's gonna try? I will try. Ooh, big big move. roll me strength 22 okay um sizing up these large stone double doors and after watching peck fail to get them to even budge you prepare yourself to like exert a great deal of strength and you get a couple of steps of a running start and slam your full weight into the doors which fly open with surprising ease as you nearly like lose your footing when they give way the moment you touch (sighs) them
1: You're welcome! It's fine, it's fine. I loosen them for you. You're good, you're good. Appreciate it. I would call that a good deed, helping that door get open for you. Guess not. (laughs) No response. (laughs) Guess
0: not. No. I'll just cry. I don't even listen to him. (laughs) Let's walk.
3: I'm gonna follow.
0: (laughs) You head down the hallway, and at the end of it, you see another door, similar to the one Cadmus just smashed through, but far more ornate. Uh, this door seems to be made of stone as well, but it's clear that when it was made, it was given more time and attention to perfecting its little details. Uh, to the right of that door, there's a small hallway running perpendicular to the hallway you're in right now.
3: Which way do we want to go?
0: Well, Do you want to flip a coin? Uh, I I say we should go to the right.
1: I yeah, agree, I maybe see right first. It feels
0: like the right way to go. To the right. All right, yeah. Uh, you follow this path until you find yourself in a large open room with several rectangular stone slab tables that stand about hip height. Uh, you also notice some now dust-covered specialized tools you can't quite put a name to on some of the shelves in the room. And it likely wouldn't take more than a moment to guess that this place could have been used to prepare bodies for burial or maybe cremation. Uh, on the north end of the room is another incredibly ornate door, even more pristine than the last. And you get the feeling that this door was touched the least out of all of these that you've encountered just based on like the nearly complete lack of wear on it. Uh, you also notice on the wall facing the doorway you entered through another smaller door, but this one is completely devoid of all the intricate designs. Can I, anybody want to come with me through the small door?
3: Yeah, I'll go through the small door.
0: Okay. Uh, upon entering the smaller door, you see a long, narrow room whose walls have raised rectangles carved into them in a repeating pattern. Uh, columns of eight rectangles high stretching down to the end of the room, where another simple altar rests against the back wall. After a moment of taking in the rectangle pattern, it, it hits you though they aren't engravings or raised carvings at all. They're they're sealed doors. This is a crypt. And there are certainly bodies behind each of these rectangles.
3: You didn't want to come and detect magic in this little room.
1: Is that all I'm good for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Te- I'll go detect magic.
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, Peck. The moment you begin to detect magic in this space, you are just overwhelmed with how much magic is in here. Normally, you can see a sort of aura surrounding a magic item, and its hue changes based on the school of magic you're seeing. Right? Orange for evocation indigo for illusion but this space is just astoundingly yellow the whole crypt is just full of abjuration magic
1: do you give me a do i know a definition of what that is <laughs> how
0: about this roll me arcana can you use it in the sentence
1: can you spell it for me Ooh, i rolled with advantage for sure on accident i, I didn't mean to
0: no, that's fine though. Uh, abjuration magic is the school of magic you get most of your protective spells from. I'm talking wards, mage armor, protection from poison, that sort of thing. Can I
1: can I find what that magic's coming from? Is there any object in here that's pushing it?
0: Yeah, it seems to be the altar itself. The altar. But itself. This magic is flooding the entire room. Gotcha, gotcha. I can't. I relay that.
1: There's definitely some deep magic in there.
3: It's good to know if a big bad comes, we can just hide there.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Shall we continue
1: on?
3: Yes.
0: Uh, Okay, as you return to the larger room, Peck, your detect magic briefly lets you see a green aura around a pile of what you thought might be trash near the door you just went through. But now you're realizing it looks a lot like pieces of plate armor scattered to the ground. it's going to come to life. It's going to (laughs) attack us. Uh, The pieces are certainly smaller than would fit on an average humanoid, though.
1: There's definitely some type of transmutation magic coming from that piece of armor there. It's it's very it's very faint, but it's there.
0: I guess I
2: will take it. Maybe we can use it for something. Hey, you pick it up. Oh shoot! Is,
0: is it made to be like come to life? I don't know. Why don't you uh, roll me investigation? I guess investigation. Let's do that.
1: Uh, that's a sixteen.
0: Yeah, uh, you can tell this was probably created for the express purpose of being a guardian in this temple.
1: Oh. But it's it's very faint now.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's been kind of destroyed.
1: This was definitely used at some point to be some sort of guardian of this area. Be mindful of any other armor we come across. Some of it may have held out longer than this piece.
4: Can you cast your Unseen Servant into the armor?
0: Ooh.
4: No, he is not that strong. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say.
0: I I think he can barely hold He can barely hold what he's currently got.
1: I think we should keep heading f- deeper, and I don't. I don't think we're finding anything here. Let us go. In reality, there was like if we would have just like looked under the table, like taped to the bottom of it, was just like the best wow. weapon in the game.
2: <laughs> I go back and look under the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I give me a roll, I guess. Great. <laughs> that's, a, that's a six right there. Good, good. Minus one. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you actually you don't find much of anything Darn. with a six. With a six. <laughs> Uh, Upon pushing open the large, ornate door, which again swings open very easily despite its impressive size, you you find yourselves in a square room even larger than the one you just left. It really hits you how vast this temple is and how it truly must just run under the entirety of the town above. This room is lined with more urns on square pedestals, but these ones are definitely more well-preserved and more opulent than the ones in the funeral area. Interspersed throughout are these candles that clearly haven't been lit in a long time and you briefly imagine that lighting them would give off a terrible burning dust smell. Uh, Anyone with a passive perception of 12 or higher, which is everyone but Cadmus, you immediately notice among the candles and urns a locked chest. On the four corners of this room there are four of those smaller armor suits Uh, Two of them look as if they haven't been touched in hundreds of years, and even sealed down here, they have a slight patina to them. Uh, The other two are just as the one you found earlier, just collapsed in heaps. We should smash
2: the suits of armor before they come to life. Uh, That
1: might start them coming to life, but I still definitely think you should do it. Anybody have thieves' tools?
5: I mean, I have a criminal background, but that's not going to do anything.
4: (laughs) Criminal background should give you thieves tools.
0: Uh, Actually, Harp lost her thieves tools before the start of the campaign. Uh, She has a crowbar, a set of dark common clothes with a hood, and a pouch as her starting equipment. I think you get proficiency in thieves tools. Uh, You do have a crowbar, though.
4: Yeah, crowbar that shit open. Uh,
5: Okay. (laughs) Where is it? In your butt. (laughs) No, no, no. Well. I meant like, ha- no. What I mean is, is like, okay, fine. I use the crowbar. How do I use right.
0: it? Right. Uh, do athletics. Athletics. Let's just. Yeah, it's a strength based thing. Oh. do <laughs> So you rolled a three. <laughs> yeah. Can I attempt with her crowbar? You could I'm ask proficient in crowbar, but. I mean, you don't have to be proficient in crowbar. It's just a I mean, crowbar. I'm pretty
1: strong. I think. I think I should try.
0: Uh, is it a wooden chest? <laughs> it sure is.
2: I walk over. I pull out the woodcutter's axe, and
0: I say, let me take a whack at it. Use the chop what's inside of it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, um, you get a plus one on that. 20. Yeah, you you just absolutely smash open (coughs) the toned top. Like like, a broken egg open and a step back. Sheath the, the thing. Inside is... The key to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was locked inside the whole time.
4: <laughs> well at least you can open the chest now.
0: Does anyone know mending? There is a potion of greater healing in there. Ooh. Who is gonna take that?
4: I already have a potion. I'll Okay, yeah. I'll take it.
0: Just remember that is a potion of greater healing, so you do four D4 plus four.
2: <clears throat> Shall we continue on? Shall. Roll
0: stealth for me.
2: All of us? Yeah. Disadvantage (laughs) Ooh, 14 though A 4 Nice
0: Also got a 4 Nice How is it possible that with disadvantage You are the stealthiest person in the room Uh, As the group of you walks through the room Heading to the doorway on the far side You hear an awful creaking noise Just metal scraping against metal Slowly and discordantly Let's roll some initiative